Press record. Well, hello, everybody. This is Coach V. I'm here with Coach Shake and Blake. How you doing, Coach? Well, we're doing all right. We're doing all right. Nice. Well, I thought we could do a little halfway point um, talk and we'll break down the groups. Can you see the screen here? Oh, yes, for sure. Sweet. Well, let's start with the Baker group. We had a little mini upset with San Antonio taking down uh, Ann Arbor in game two. Big mm -hmm. win for the Trubadars, uh, Coach Warak. I mean, th these guys just love this tournament. Last year, you know, they just dominated, made it to the finals, lost a tough one to um, to uh, Montpelier. This year, um, they got a big win over in Ann Arbor, beat a really tough Yakima team. And then... But the, the schedule is so tough for them. They got Englewood next, who uh, they've been on a roll. Mm -hmm. um, they're they're really good. Maybe one of the most impressive teams we've seen so far with Englewood. Mm -hmm. uh, Albuquerque's no joke. But based on their plus-minus strength uh, differential, they're already plus 33. You got a game against Englewood. So unless they don't get beat, blown out by Englewood, they should have a pretty good track at either winning the group or at least getting in a large bid to the playoffs. Oh, for sure. Um, I definitely agree with that. It's and the, uh, They've got a very balanced squad as they um, had last year. Um, uh, it's really kind of fun to see uh, David Jacobs and Cameron uh, Jarrell uh, sharing time, one being the point point guy and the other one mm -hmm. um, probably more hands and prop i would have to assume more defense but not sure um but that's always kind of fun uh fun to see but good squad again yeah um one second <laughs> So, yeah, they're just a really solid team. Um, Christian Brown has been playing pretty well for the first three games. It was a little unsure how um, well he'd play last year. But, uh, yeah, you got him. You got He's playing well. Uh, the whole team shooting 49%, 80 from the line. What do you think about Ann Arbor? Ann Arbor's got themselves in a little predicament. Um, mm -hmm. With that loss to San Antonio, they got their rivals by Peelier next game. Uh, and that yeah. game, that game could mean something. They they have not had a ton of luck against Ann Arbor or Montpelier in recent years. Yeah, got Santa Fe and Huntington Beach. Uh, if they're not careful, they could go three and three and miss out on the PNTT playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Montpelier has been on a absolute roll as they kind of were last year, um, just blowing more teams out again. So it's it's it'll be a it'll be a very tough uh, slate for them. Um, and they're definitely going to have to get some win some game win some game. It's really tough games. Um, while San Antonio probably has a slightly easier track, um, Englewood will definitely be tough. But um, I can't remember the next team, but yeah. should be slightly easier. Um, Albuquerque and Twin Falls for yeah, much more friendly at least as of now match it should be twin falls for sure albuquerque you know they're a tough team they're a pesky team i mean this team's just got this break group's got tough schedules for sure but mm -hmm. i don't think san antonio's in any danger of you know not going four and two plus 20. yes for sure so i definitely agree with that 
All right, let's move down to the Gary group. I mean, Peelier's on a roll, plus 80, 3-0. Um, just dominating. They Last year, they had the runner-up finish. I mean, it was kind of interesting They mm-hmm. how they fell apart a little bit in the end. But this year, they bring in a freshman, Dorian Garvin, Garavel, v- Vaglia. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering how to say that when I was looking at it. I'm like, we'll just say something and hopefully it works. But the guy's been playing great 19 points on 63.9% true shooting. The team's shooting 58.7% true shooting. And they only lost one guy in this one starter from last year. And they bring in a guy like Wyatt Tabaris, who is a pretty high tie. He's been doing okay off the bench, but he's playing small for this team. Just <laughs> so big at so many positions, got so many different players that could play. And they're they're rolling. How do you think they match up against Ann Arbor? I mean, they beat them the last couple of years, but yeah. Yeah. Um, it'll it'll be an interesting matchup. Ann Arbor's been um pretty post heavy. Uh I can pull up there. Andrew Tucker has been really shooting very well, uh, very hard. Um, been kind of their yeah, they've been post heavy. Um, which should be interesting to match up against a squad that's also extremely tall. Um, yeah, Cameron Robertson who has got three blocks per game. Um, doesn't rebound. Uh, doesn't rebound the best. Um, it looks like this squad in general. Uh, well, I guess they do a forty-three. Well, it's weird because they they their point guard uh, has uh, five rebounds per game. Yeah. So, very high mm-hmm. um, their post their post game rebounds are a little bit low um which kind yeah. of throws everything off but they've been rebounding well overall it's a small sample size but yeah it's a small sample um Tanner's incredible player ethan james is playing really really well getting to the line mm-hmm. 6.7 times a game mm-hmm. and that just <laughs> That helps a lot for you. I mean, they're they're rolling. There's no way they. I mean, even Hot Springs, solid team. Hot Springs for sure. Uh, they're two and two and one. Beat some good teams, but um, yeah, beat a San Francisco, Santa Fe. Yeah. So and then South Bend. I mean, they just got to win one of those. I think, I think it's gonna be tough for them not to win this group. Mm-hmm. Um, the only team that probably posted a threat is Yuma. But mm-hmm. Yuma's got such a tough uh, plus minus. You know, do, do you see Yuma? Could they? Um, Reno, I'm pretty sure we can all agree they're out. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, he, had, he, had a, he had another rough recruiting round and uh, yeah. just hasn't quite, luck has not been on his, uh, uh, in his favor recently. And I wouldn't say, and with all due respect to Coach JSGs, I don't think he belongs in in these top groups. I, I mean, I think the algorithm put him in there. I don't know how close he was to being in the lower group, but mm-hmm. um, he, he's kind of playing over his head and I feel bad. It's just that I don't think that was the way it was supposed to be set up, but I think they try and get uh, rivals like uh, the Dairy Duel um, to go to in the same group as much as they can, if it's within reason. Yeah. Um, so I think that's how he ended up there, but um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yuma, you know, they dropped the big one to uh, Montpelier by 36, but they mm-hmm. won the other two games. They're more of a defensive team that can hold these teams. They held South Bend to 64. They held 
Twin Falls to 49. Next up, they have us, then Salt Lake City, and then they finish up with that Dairy Duel, which anything can happen in a rivalry game. Um, those aren't all those teams are beatable. Reno's 0 3, Nashville and Salt Lake City are 1 and 2. So mm-hmm. I could see them going 5 and 1. You know, they could roll through that. Mm-hmm. Um, this Nashville game, I think we'll see a lot. But even at 1 and 2, you know, Salt Lake City is a really solid team. They got a solid coach. You know, I you, you, you say they're 1 and 2, but you know they got a lot of talent on that team. Mm-hmm. For sure. So uh South Bend's the other one in here. They're one and two, but they have a positive uh plus minus uh point point differential because of a huge win over uh Reno. Mm-hmm. Um lost pretty bad to St. Paul today. Um lost by five to Yuma. But you got Huntington Beach, Carbondale, Montpelier. I don't see him beating Montpelier, but they I mean you know, Coach Whalen's got some good players on his team. Gabriel Rogers is mm-hmm. a solid player, and they're they're always good at defense. So, yeah, and they're really tall, so they can Huntington, get Huntington same way. Very very defensive uh, in general, a defensive team. Um, and they beat me pretty bad last last year in the losers bracket of the NTT. So, put me down another one after we both got upset. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. First group, I'm. I think we both think Ann Arbor and San Antonio should make it, and then Montpelier should make it in this one. Let's move down to the Malaki, Malkali group. I don't even know how to say his name. What? How do you say his name? What do you think? Uh, Macaulay. Macaulay. Yeah, I'll go Macaulay. Say confident. Like Kevin <laughs> from Macaulay. Um, Macaulay Calkin. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Wooster, they look really solid. Three and zero, beating teams really well. They got that one twenty class, um, and they've beat Lincoln last year's final fourteen. They beat St. Pete. St. Pete's been one of the surprises, I think, of this tournament. We'll talk about them in a little bit, but they've been playing solid. And they beat. They had a pretty big win over St. Louis. Next up, they got Rochester, who looks pretty decent at two and one. Huntington one and two, and then Lansing. Uh, I think one and two, but those are all three solid teams. Um, you know, they're going to be tested, but I see no reason this team shouldn't go. I mean, five and oh, going to the last game, Lansing's going to be a toss up just because they're a solid team, even though they've mm-hmm. lost a few games here. Yeah, I agree. It's it's really, really nice for uh, Wooster to uh, basically graduate their point guard and shooting guard and immediately yeah. land a point guard and shooting guard um, to basically plug and play right back in. Mm-hmm. They are really fortunate, and um, they both have been playing exactly as you would expect. Yeah. Uh, Trayvon Moore's uh, got seven assists and 13 points and 72.2% true shot. Okay, um, turnovers, but you can deal with them. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, if you, it's a freshman. It's probably more freshman. You know, you know, it's a lot easier to deal with when you're shooting so well and you're yeah. shooting. Uh, he's shooting seventy two. It's like okay, I'll, I can deal with a couple turnovers. You know, as long as you're mm-hmm. making your shots. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and you're, he's passing a bit and helping score too. So it's you know manageable at least and the rest of the team's not turning it over a ton it's all him so it's like yeah. if you look at team turnovers it's not like oh man the team has way too many turnovers it's like mm-hmm. 4.3 mm-hmm. that's that's okay oh for sure and like uh i guess trayvon did have some turnover issues in high school so uh he had two and a half to his 4.5 
um, in high school. So that might be a trend that actually may stick around a little bit. I imagine it'll go down as the season goes on. And I think it's extremely high right now. But um, yeah, uh, very solid squad. Yeah, but they should definitely keep running. Yeah, I got them. I got them winning this group. They're looking good for that right now. Um, other groups in this team, other teams in this group, you got St. Pete. I I talked about them. Lansing and Lincoln. I mean, three solid teams. Mm-hmm. Lansing, I think, lost in the Sweet 16 last year. Lincoln in the Elite Eight or in the Final Four. Um, so you're going up against teams. St. Pete, they got a big win over Aberdeen. Lost to Lansing by eight. Lost by three to Wooster. They've had a tough schedule. And the game they should have won versus Aberdeen, they beat them pretty handedly. Mm-hmm. Next up, they got Dearborn, Waterloo, and um, Lincoln. There's a chance they could run, run through those games. So Waterloo's going to be tough because they're mm-hmm. 3-0, and the team's playing really well. Coach has them playing well. Dearborn, tough team in general. Um, so I'll be interested to see how it plays, but they're not like a normal 1-2 and two team. The other team that's not like a normal one and two team, Lansing. I mean, yes. you, you see them and you you think at the beginning they get the number one class overall. Mm-hmm. I don't think Coach Sam Whalen was too excited about his club. He was like kind of shocked. That yeah, that's what he did. The magazines love this team. Like they they rate his they rate his teams well, and you know you can't you can't deny that like they've had a lot of success in the NTT. So, mm-hmm. um, but. Yeah, Jack, um, both uh, both freshmen are playing pretty well. I mean, Jack Conyers uh, is playing extremely well, shooting very efficient um, at a 67.8% on 26 points per game. I uh, can't ask for much more than that. Um, they, Lansing said two overtime losses, um, it looked like, um, and they're scoring 97 points in their opponents against them or also scoring 97 yeah. so um it's a very i think he's landed on some bad had some bad luck um more than anything because obviously they can score and in general they're more a defensive team um and with two overtime losses it's just hard yeah i mean that lincoln game was a tough one losing by three in overtime and then it lost today by five in overtime he was he's trying things he went slow in zone today so that was a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm interested. You know, they they haven't had a ton of success in the PNTT, but, you know, this team usually figures it out throughout the season and um, peaks near the – oh, seems to always peak at the right time. Uh, okay. huh. Yeah, so you look at um, the last team, Lincoln. Lincoln lost a big game today to Aurora. Um, Aurora's been playing pretty well, and they lost a big game to Wooster. They, I mean, they're not really close losses by eight mm-hmm. by sixteen, um, but those are those are solid teams that are both undefeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did beat a really good Lansing team, so you got to give them credit for that. Next up, he's got a rivalry with his son, and then <laughs> they got um, Macon and St. Pete um, to end it up. Macon does not look like too strong of a team at least this year, so I could mm-hmm. see him winning that. But it's going to be really hard for them to get that plus 20 with such a big um, point differential at this point. For sure. Yeah, they got, they got a rough draw and on the early games and um, with Aurora and paid for it um, yeah. with the gloss. So it's hard to overcome that, even though 
freaking Joshua Tipia is going off hard. Yeah. Um, exactly as advertised. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's playing incredible. <laughs> he's <laughs> his best billing. So, uh, let's see. Let's go down to the Carrasco group. Um, we just talked about Jefferson City. They're plus thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the two and one Clearwater's two and one. I mean, this is a this is a uh, group of like really solid coaches. Um, you got Bobby, JD, mm-hmm. Tedesso, and then Future Stars. So really, so Jefferson City brought in the one forty eight sixty three class. Victor Rodriguez, you know, he's he hasn't been shooting super efficiently, but you can tell like he's what they need down low. He's a big man. Uh, he's still getting rebounds. He's passing. He's defending mm-hmm. well. The mm-hmm. shot's not quite there, but you can live with that when you got guys like Dalton Wynn and Russell Bristol carrying the load. Um, exactly. They're they're a guard centric team, and they have been for um, basically the last well since R- Bristol got there. Um, they've been, they've Win and Bristol are the main point boys, and uh, they kind of ride them hard, um, which is great. Um, so you can't. He can Victor Rodriguez is doing everything he should be. Yeah. Yeah. And you look at this team and they just dominated uh, a really solid uh Clearwater team. Clearwater just couldn't score. They were 32%. Uh, uh Jefferson State didn't shoot that much better. Russell Bristol, you know, he had that really great freshman year where he where he um where he shot like a lot. He shoots a ton of threes, so his percentages are never going to be super high. Um, mm-hmm. But and then they lost to Frankfurt. Frankfurt looks like a solid team. We're going to look at them a little bit, and we're going to look at them in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they beat Salt Lake City today. You know, Bristol had a big game. Victor Rodriguez, Dalton Wynn did okay. Um, yeah, uh, that's yeah they. Uh, I, I think, you know, there's certain teams that are just going to struggle to keep up the score with Jefferson City and because Jefferson mm-hmm. City is going to make a lot of shots and make a lot of threes. Uh, so Clearwater, they're 2-1. They had that big loss to um, Jefferson City, but mm-hmm. they came back, played Rockford, and then they played Oakland. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure how they got Oakland on their schedule. It must have been something to fit the – fit the schedule together since there was an odd there was another out of conference game being happening but you know you get a big win there and that that helps a lot Mm -hmm. Uh, it makes up for the jefferson city loss and then they beat a really solid rockford team you got macon dearborn and then frankfurt Mm -hmm. um this team's got a real shot at going four and two plus 20 i think i agree i definitely agree um looks like uh uh what I find just a little bit slightly interesting is uh, they got Brandon Walters, who was their freshman, uh, came in very well, uh, a good rank, uh, very efficient shooter. Um, they have him at 6'4", small forward, while they have Nathan Hatchett at 6'7", shooting guard. Um, I would have to assume it would be passing would have been my first guess, but Hatchett does pass well. Um, so just a curious why the flip there um but might be defense you know like he might be once a great defender at shooting guard i'm not sure yeah net hatchet definitely has the defense at least in the steals category statistic wise 
but yeah. yeah last year he was playing a little small for a little power for it maybe he just wants to be a bigger in the guard spot i'm not sure mm-hmm. so, can't uh, can't can't bash on it too much because i've had it i've done it too so so you got frankfurt frankfurt's one and two um lost to des moines who's really hot they lost to rockford they did beat jefferson city so um but you got shumpert who's going 24 points 64.5 percent true shooting um yeah i mean they got they got a team they got a pretty solid team they got some talent on there um mm-hmm. coach ted lasso Keith next up they have you guys then they got reno and then clearwater so the schedule doesn't necessarily get easier they might be able to stack up their point differential in the reno game but if they want to make the playoffs they're gonna to have to win out so okay. Okay, there is. coming up yeah they for sure have to be uh yeah they get well yeah they gotta win out because they only won one so um hopefully um it goes in my favor on uh monday and then um hopefully they just figure things out for the rest of the season i will say i wouldn't be shocked if the if the winner of this group was three and three mm-hmm. uh, you know jefferson city and clearwater two and one but i could see them both losing two games you know well, mm-hmm. it, it's not out of the question then it just comes down to a point differential so if frankfurt can beat clearwater here beat reno even if they lose to you you know then we we got a conversation yeah so. for sure for sure yeah, very an even group across the board, which is kind of nice to have. So and then Rockford, it's one of those teams, you know, they lost uh their David Carrasco. They didn't lose much. They were a one seed last year in the NTT. You kind of expected them to do good things. And um, you know, they bring in Posner, part of a 521 class. You think he'll come in and he's done okay, but they just haven't been able to uh translate it to win so far. You know, they lose I mean, it's tough. You play some really good teams. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and the schedule is going to get easier. I think they got a good shot at being rally. Plainview mm-hmm. is a tough team in Jefferson City. I could see them splitting those. I could see them win both. Um, Rockford's a really solid team. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, to I mean, I think good coach being able to be within 11 to Inglewood's a win in itself. <laughs> yes, I, mean, I would agree with that. <laughs> so I, I mean, I scrimmaged them once, and it was like, wow. I think I lost by, like, 40 or something. I've, <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah, and uh, the Inglewood, uh, Jacob Hines just – it was a Jacob Hines game. I think he scored 41, 40s. Oh, that helps. 32 points. I mean, it was in Tennessee. Like, it was just his day. Um, and it, Jacob Hines is an extremely talented player, and he's going to have those games, but – um, there was just no answer for him. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel like this group's wide open, but it's going to be hard. I mean, Jefferson City's got that point differential right now. I think that really helps them. So we'll see. Okay. Speaking of Inglewood, we've been talking about them a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Let's let's look them up. They're 3-0 plus 52. Uh, beat, some, beat some solid teams. Beat Rally by 8. Beat Dearborn by 33. And then beat Rockford by... 11. Their schedule gets really tough. They got 3-0 mm-hmm. San Antonio. I mean, coming into this season, everyone was talking about the uh, Ann Arbor Montpelier game and out-of-conference game one, but this one might be the highlight 
for me. Uh, you got yeah. number three versus number four in the power rankings. We know those are a little off right now, but these are two of the best teams for sure. They'll mm -hmm. prove their chops by beating a really, really solid Ann Arbor team. Aurora is undefeated right now. That's going to be tough. Boise, um, I think Boise's two and one right now. Yep, they're two and one. They lost by two to Yakima. They beat New York City, Culver City. Tough games right there. Yeah. Uh, but Inglewood's just been, you know, you got Jacob Hines averaging 27.7 on 67.9% of their shooting. Uh, Francis Gilbert's really good. I mean, you probably know a little bit more about this team just being in their conference, but what, yeah, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, Jacob Hines is insane. Um, Branson Gilbert also is an extremely talented player. He moving, uh, he moved him to small forward this year. Last year he was point guard, um, so I, that's um, been in been a transition. Um, Esvon Stiff is new. I don't know a ton. He's tall, 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 oversized shooting guard. Um, I think there might be some sort of defense there i'm not 100 percent sure yes but um even though it doesn't show up in the stat sheet um yeah you look very at talented him. team is uh has got 14 rebounds so uh, just a quality uh, four, 14 rebounds and four blocks um yeah. yeah they're just a solid team all the way around um he's built them well and um they're playing well as, as you would expect. Yeah. Yeah. Let's look at um the next. Oh, I still have all these teams. <laughs> uh, we'll look at the next team in this group. We got Aurora. Aurora's 3 0. They beat, they won by one in overtime versus Raleigh. They beat Dearborn by 21, and then they beat Lincoln by 18. Next up, they got Yakima, Huntsville. And Inglewood, so two two and one teams and an undefeated team. I mean, the schedule gets a little tougher for them um, moving into these games, but that's the PNTT for you. Oh yeah. What yeah. what was the point of financial here today between these two? Um, let's see. Forty and fifty-two. <laughs> this will be an interesting matchup coming down the pipe. Yeah, I mean, if if. Aurora drops one. I wouldn't be shocked by a 20 plus point victory by Englewood. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and that could they could be teetering on um it for four and two, uh, if they're plus 20 or not, just because Inglewood's really good. Um, one second. So yeah, um, you know, the the point differential is not crazy there. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Deer, I mean, Dearborn's just had a rough go so far in the PNTT rally. Um, similar story, although they got a, they got one win. The question is, can Aurora um, stay four and two and do enough to um, make make with, with with a really tough schedule? Yeah, if, I mean, if if they're able to, yeah, then yeah. It may come down to that Inglewood game. I could potentially see. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to come down to that. Um, do you think Aurora can make it in? I think we both think that 
um Englewood's gonna make it in but maybe we're maybe we're overrating Englewood they got a tough schedule coming up and yeah um, I mean yeah they could easily drop they could drop one to San Antonio um and you ever know um when it comes to Boise too what they have in store um I know as teams keep moving through here um it's much easier to game plan um when you have some idea of what the teams are doing so um the games get tougher as you we keep going through so yeah yeah, I, I think both will make it. Um, I mean, tough, I don't, it'd be tough for either of them to go one and two, but, I mean, could happen. I don't see the other teams making it, though. So. I agree. All right, we'll move on to the next group. We got the uh, Westbrook group, I think, is next. Yep. So, Des Moines right now, 3-0. This team's rolling. Yeah, a couple two-on-one teams here in Plainview and Huntsville. Galveston's been struggling. They're one and two, minus mm-hmm. 44. But um, Des Moines, great point differential. Uh, Christopher Godfrey's just been playing really, really well. 78% true shooting. It, it is a really small sample size, but that's those are some great numbers. Um, and they've been some solid teams. They beat Plainview by 11. They beat Frankfurt today by 13. They won by 13 versus Galveston. You know, Houston, St. Louis, Huntsville. Those are games you could win. So, um, I like Des Moines. I didn't, I didn't think they were going to be that great coming into this season, but you mm-hmm. know, they've, you know, they haven't been historically an amazing team, but you know, you get a guy like Joshua DeBose and maybe that's all they needed, you know, was a center that can help them there. And, um, what do you think the difference for this team? Yeah. Uh, the center has been in a bit of foul trouble. Um, so that's, um, or they're splitting time one or the other. It looks like a little maybe of a combination of both. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It looks like just kind of their post presence in general has been in some foul, foul trouble. So I if the difference was Collier McCrone going into the starting lineup. He's been playing great, just really, mm-hmm. um, really efficient shooting, and that shooting just might be helping him a lot. Yeah, and very well could be. Um. Yeah. I think. I think they were a little bit small last year. I can't quite remember um, who they had at center, but uh, Tristan Rush, Kyle. Yeah, Sol- a little, a little bit smaller, so a couple inches um, definitely helps. Yeah, but Kyler McCrone is playing backup small forward. I remember him from high school. I think he was maybe a two-two or something like that. Guy that yeah play the best defense, but he was good scorer. Could do pretty much everything else. Um, yeah, I'm I mean, assuming he's the 167 of the 206. Uh, but yeah, he seems to be helping him a lot, and uh, yeah, so it helps coming up. You get, yeah, we talked about their games, you know. I think they should be able to get a at large bid. I mean, they're playing really well as long as they keep playing well, should be good. Mm-hmm. Um, Huntsville, they're two and one right now, uh, and they lost their first game to Plainview by. 21 but came back got a really big win 31 points over galveston 13 points over a solid san san jose team mm-hmm. uh and you know they brought in that 52 52 24 class they lost two seniors and woolridge and chan livingston but um noah Saad, the freshman he's been playing a little bit getting some good rebounds passing defending a little bit uh eric ramey coming off the bench is doing well, too, in that center position, Blake mm-hmm. Dixon, uh, power forward, he's been plus 13. He's their highest plus minus differential rebound, uh, can score a little bit. I mean, this team's got, 
I mean, this team is pretty solid. They're two and one. They got St. Louis, and then they got three and zero Aurora before they got Des Moines, who's also three and zero. So, um, they're in the thick of it. I mean, I expect them to beat St. Louis if they can split those games. They have a pretty good point differential right now. I agree. Yeah, they're playing good basketball overall. Yeah. What do you think of Plainview? Plainview was a team that came on strong late last year. Yeah. Um, made to the Sweet Sixteen. You know, they've returned uh, everyone except Westbrook, who um, was kind of a glue guy for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it looks like that glue, either that glue is really hurting or they just haven't found their rhythm back. Um, because last year they were shooting, uh, their field goals were at 52%, uh, while this year they're sitting at 417 Um, So something's definitely missing. Um, their shooting just hasn't been there at all. Um, their defense has stayed uh, almost exactly the same. I think they were 42% on opponent's defense and 40. Yeah. And now they're 41.7. So defense is still there, but the shooting hasn't. Um, yeah. So I imagine they'll try to, they'll find their mojo at some point um, or they won't. And I've been yeah, there. Part of it's playing just tougher teams. Mm-hmm. And this is a team that's historically, you know, done really well in their conference. But I mean, it's tough when you play some of the best teams in every conference, every game. You don't mm-hmm. get, mm-hmm. you don't get breaks and stuff like that. So yeah, for sure. So it's interesting. Ocala, Rockford, those are toss-ups. You know, they they could go either way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see what happens in those games for them. Mm-hmm. And then other than that, I think it's just uh, Galveston, who's zero three. Um, I mean, they're figuring it out. They had a good team last year, but didn't do great in the NTT. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost two seniors, and that's always tough. Uh, you know, you replaced them. They didn't replace them with freshmen. They had a, they didn't have a great freshman class, but they're trying to figure it out. Um, schedule's mm-hmm. tough. They played some tough teams. They did beat um, Reno today, but the schedule doesn't get easier with Santa Fe, Charlotte, and Plainview. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Not looking very good for them. I I hope them. I hope they figure it out and uh, they use some of this ammo to um figure out how to uh play good in the regular uh, for regular season. So cool. Well, I think we did one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six groups. Let's pause it there. Um, might come back to you with the part two. All right, I might. Can I send you? 